Hey there, friends. This is Nick. This is episode 312 of the Story Hacker podcast, and we've reached the apotheosis in Joseph Campbell's hero's journey. And yes, I will admit that having heard it a lot, I still had to look it up and make sure I knew exactly what it meant. And it means essentially the, the top, the pinnacle. But we've also reached, in some sense, the hero's death. Yeah, and we talked, we've talked in the last few episodes about, about this sort of story about the hero breaking out of the ordinary world, crossing the threshold, meeting the goddess, being tempted by the woman, and then atoning with the father. And um, Campbell sort of summarises it, I suppose, in this way. The call of the great father snake was alarming to the child. The mother was protection, but the father came. He was the guide and initiator into the mysteries of the unknown. As the original intruder into paradise, into the, the paradise of the infant with its mother, the father is the archetypal enemy. Hence, throughout life, all enemies are symbolical to the unconscious of the father. <laughs> so, as a dad of two, I'm not sure quite how I feel about that, but you can get the sense of it. And I think, you know, it's uh, we live in a different world. We live in a world now where gender is much more fluid and, you know, that's all to the better. But you can certainly see how over hundreds and thousands of generations of essentially the same kind of behaviour, these things will be kind of locked into our minds and these mythic structures would work. And, you know, if I think about my own family, there definitely was a duality there. There definitely was a duality there. And I represented something different from my wife to the kids, for sure. But one of the things about about the apotheosis, this chapter in particular, in particular, is that, you know, essentially the hero has passed out of the, the love and protection of their mother's kind of realm and into the father, father figure's realm, whoever that would be, who initiates them into the world of the adult. And in other words, this is the second birth. They are born again. The apotheosis is the point where we have died in some sense, but been born again and we are better. We know more. And the interesting thing is that many of the examples Campbell cites in the book and, and many of the, um, the mythic kind of figures that represent this stage are, of course, representative of both male and female. They're androgynous or they're hermaphrodite figures. Because, of course, we need we need all of it. We need all of it to come out and be kind of um, properly balanced adults. And uh, it's really interesting because he does, he draws this distinction about, you know, being that the father is all, always the enemy. And he, and he makes this point, I think, very kind of well in this, this text, that even even when different cultures get this idea... Even when in the Bible Jesus preaches, you know, um, love your enemy, it is something that is so, so hard to do, so alien to us. He says the the world is full of resultant, mutually contending bands, totem, flag and party worshippers. Even the so-called Christian nations, which are supposed to be following a world redeemer, are better known to history for their colonial barbarity and inter-Nissine inter strife than for any practical display of the unconditional love. And um, what he talks about is, is this idea that, that 
herohood, you know, when we when we finally get it, he uses Buddha as an example. Um, when we finally get it, it takes us beyond that. He says, once we are broken free of the prejudices of our own provincially limited ecclesiastical, tribal or national rendition of the world archetypes, it becomes possible to understand that the supreme initiation is not that of the local motherly fathers who then protect, who then project, excuse me, aggression onto the world, onto the neighbours for their own defence. The good news which the world redeemer brings, which is so, and which so many have been glad to hear, zealous to preach, but reluctant apparently to demonstrate, is that God is love. Now I'm speaking as was brought up in a religious tradition, a Christian tradition that was very much about that kind of aspect, the love aspect, but could also see it. I mean, it didn't stick with me, um, but um, could also see how all of the different kind of groups and factions, not just in Christianity, but in religions around the world, you know, kind of struggle to struggle to extend what they're thinking, what they're feeling, what they believe to to outsider groups. And in fact, Campbell in the book, he goes to Buddhism, which he, he evidently felt in the uh, the late 50s was the place that most embodied this kind of idea. And he's talked about um, the fact that we are all reflexes of the image of the Bodhisattva. I'm, I'm mangling that badly, um, but the Buddha, effectively. The sufferer within us is that design being. We are the... That, do you know what? I'm going to start that again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The sufferer within us is that divine being. We and that protecting father are one. This is the redeeming insight. That protecting father is every man we meet. And so it must be known that, though this ignorant, limited, self-defending, suffering body may regard itself as threatened by some other, the enemy, that one too is the God. The ogre breaks us, but the hero, the fit candidate, undergoes the initiation like a man. And behold, it was the father, we in him and he in us. The dear protecting mother of our body could not defend us from the great father serpent. The mortal tangible body that she gave us was delivered into this frightening power, into his frightening power. But death was not the end. New life, new birth new knowledge, knowledge of existence so that we live not in this physique only but in the, all bodies all physiques of the world as the buddha was given us that father was himself the womb the mother of the second birth and this is really what he he, he this is the the thing that he's talking about how we come together you know we are both mother and father this is how it ends, or this is how my podcast about it's going to end. We are taken from the mother, chewed into fragments and assimilated to the world-annihilating body of the ogre, for whom all the precious forms and beings are only the courses of a feast. But then, miraculously reborn, we are more than we were. And in either case, the childhood parent images and ideas of good and evil have been surpassed. We no longer desire and fear. We are what was desired and feared. And in the next episode, we're going to go on and talk about what happens next. Because when we reach this pinnacle, when we reach this sort of understanding, when our hero crests the mountain, there's going to be a reward. And we'll talk about that in the next episode. 
Thanks for listening. Hey, this is Nick. Thanks again for listening. To dig deeper, search for story.business.